All right, welcome to Live, Lead, and In Between, a podcast for leaders who want to be better at leading in life and everywhere in between. My name is Travis Jones, and I'm the host for the show, and today uh, we're going to hit up on episode 18, and we're going to talk about being you, and why being you is the best possible thing that you could be as a leader, uh, why being someone else's version of you is the worst possible thing you could be as a leader. I'm going to be doing this show without any notes, kind of on the fly, because this is something that's pretty near and dear to my heart, because I have a as a leader, have actually struggled with this issue uh, for quite some time. And even occasionally, I still struggle with this issue. We're going to talk about a couple of different things uh, with regard to, to this topic about how being you, uh, like basically, why as leaders do we struggle with this? I mean, I can answer it for my own self, but uh, why as leaders do we struggle with with trying to be someone we're not? And the internal dialogue that goes on uh, that that we all have uh, within us as, as, as individuals. And also why being you is better than anyone else. So, so let's go ahead get started today. So why do we struggle? Uh, this, is a, this is a super uncomfortable question when you think about it, because you can't answer the question without being real with yourself. Uh, and it makes you uncomfortable because it forces you to admit something openly and to be honest. You know, somewhere deep down inside, we as leaders have a fear that who we are isn't enough, uh, that we don't have the right stuff, that that if we were found out that that people wouldn't like us, and really it boils down to, to that right there, uh, being liked by others. Uh, now, I was reading, uh, or I was on social media, I was on Instagram uh, not too long ago, and I saw a post, I loved it. Uh, it was from Jeremiah Sullivan, um, and he has a podcast uh, called Be the Leader, so I encourage you to check that out. He's a military guy. Uh, I'm not, but I love listening to the podcast. Um, uh, Got to watch for the language on it, but still, none, nonetheless, it's a great, great content podcast, so shout out to him for that. But um, he talked about uh, in this country we have this habit of of, of of choosing people that we like versus people that can lead because um, we wind up seeing these situations where you know we have people in places of authority that that everybody likes but they don't really have uh, the ability to make decisions when it comes down to it when the rubber meets the road so so I read that and thought wow that's a perfect example of why is why we as leaders struggle uh, with being something that we're not. We have to fight that temptation to be someone other than we are, uh, you know, because we want we want to be liked so, so very badly. And sometimes that can get the actual best of us. Uh, we wind up, you know, stepping into a pair of shoes that aren't ours. So early on in my leadership experience, uh, I would listen to other leaders and watch how they communicated and think, you know, if I could just do it like them, right? And there's nothing wrong with with watching other leaders. Matter of fact, I'd encourage you, uh, if you're in leadership early on in leadership, watch other leaders. Find someone that that speaks to you and watch and and kind of be mentored by them uh, because it is important to do that. But I would watch him and I I would think if I could just act and talk and walk like them, uh, then people would hear what I have to say. So I found myself doing that. And even even in doing that, I would struggle internally because I wasn't being true to who I was created to be. Um, it took me a long time to get real with myself on this issue and stop copying the uniqueness of others. Uh, and that's really what you're doing when you step into that that moment like that. You're copying the uniqueness of, of other leaders. And the, the thing about your uniqueness is you're unique and you were created as a unique individual with unique gift sets and you bring something to the table that's different from everybody else. And when you walk in who you are and you're confident and secure in that fact, then you become and walk in the leadership roles and abilities that you were created to have as a leader. 
I remember uh, earlier on being a children's pastor and uh, really watching other leaders function and work and and reading a, a ton of children's ministry books from children's pastors and things like that, uh, trying to find who I was and what my role was as the children's pastor of the organization that I served in. And um, as I did that, I, I, I became more and more uncomfortable with with using like pre-programmed curriculum and whatnot because I felt like I had curriculum inside me to get out. And so I started uh, embracing that and I would begin to write the curriculum for our, our children's ministry at the church I served at. And it was such a release to be able to write that 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 curriculum and actually put it out there uh, that I gained so much peace out of it. And, and it turns out that's the kind of stuff that uh, I, I, that's who I am. I, I can generate content and things like that. Uh, and it's, it's pretty decent content, or should I say, yeah, I think it's pretty decent content as I pat myself on the back here. But um, I, I learned that kind of lesson early on with, with who I was supposed to to be. And it was an important lesson. And as a leader, it's helped me to lead in a better place. It's helped me to lead from a better place. But let's shift gears for a moment and talk about that internal dialogue that we have, that that internal speak we as leaders have in the middle of, of our leadership roles and, and the teams that we lead, that internal conversation that's going on within us that I alluded to at the very beginning of this when I said, um, I, you're not enough, right? We, we have this thought within us that, that who we are isn't enough, right? That we're a fraud, that that if we're found out that somehow in this moment, that if things don't work out the way they should because of my leadership ability, that it'll all be over and it'll all be ground to dust and a halt, right? So there, we have this internal dialogue, this, this conversation that we have with ourselves. And I, I'll even venture to say that as a leader, if you have this conversation working inside you, there's a good chance that you're exactly where you are supposed to be. Um, and I say that because leading is an uncomfortable proposition. It's an uncomfortable proposition because it requires you to make tough decisions. And anytime you're making a decision, whether it be a tough decision or a small decision, there's that little voice that kind of tries to creep in and says, what if I'm wrong? What if I'm wrong? And then the what ifs start playing the game and having a heyday with with your mind and you start building speculations up, which can cause you to use lose focus on the task at hand. But I like to use that internal dialogue um, when it starts up as an indicator mechanism for me. Uh, it's an indicator mechanism for me that that when that internal internal dialogue starts up and begins to generate that that minute amount of fear inside of me, that I have to remember that fear is completely self-imposed when it comes to this kind of stuff, and it's a it's an indicator that I'm probably doing the right thing. Um, and I'm not saying make haphazard decisions and ignore that internal dialogue, but I'm saying as a leader, when you go through the the process of determining and discerning what should and shouldn't be in in a particular thing that you're you're you've got oversight over, and you're having to make a decision when that internal dialogue kicks in, uh, use that internal dialogue as a mechanism to know that you're going the right direction. And if you still have doubt in the middle of that, then find a couple of people that are close to you that are really trusted, not just anyone, but a couple really close confidants, and actually run it by them to get their discernment and their take on the situation, knowing that they don't have any dog in the fight whatsoever, but that they can speak some truth into that moment for you where you might have some some clarity that you're missing missing on there. So, so that's all I'll say about the internal dialogue, but I really want to get to this last part where we uh, kind of talk through why being you is better than being anyone else, especially being 
no one else's version of you, just you, who you were created to be. First, let's talk about being someone else's version of you. Um, and this is probably one of the more difficult lessons that I've had to learn. Um, as a leader, when you lead a group of people, or even if you're just a part of uh, a team and you have some lead responsibilities in that team, there's always um, this this pressure that comes from um, I, those around you and those above you. Uh, and, and I don't think it's an intentional pressure, but people tend to impose upon other people the way that they believe they should be. Now, today uh, that we were doing a, a little team meeting uh, where I where I work at, and one of the statements that was thrown around is we should not should on people uh, because when you should on people, it gets messy, right? Um, and, you know, you know, the funny little pun there, but it's true. Uh, people impose upon you the way that they believe you should be. And sometimes we can react pretty negatively to that particular pressure as a leader. We tend to become someone else's version of us because it goes back to that first thing that we started talking about, which is we want to be liked, right? We want to be accepted. So we'll become who this other person really wants us to be. And and, and, and honestly, that's not fair to them. And it's not fair to us uh, as leaders because you were designed to be who you are and you were also designed to lead the way that you lead. Now, I'm not saying that we don't have the ability to learn, stretch, and grow. Matter of fact, my last podcast was about comfort and growth and how they don't exist in the same place. But when it comes to being you, be you. Don't be someone else's version of you because someone else's version of you is not nearly as effective as you being who you're supposed to be. There's an amazing side effect to being yourself. Number one, people are drawn to you. Uh, People are drawn to authentic People, people who are comfortable in their own skin and uh, don't worry about pleasing other people. People are really drawn to those those type of personalities and those type of people. And then the second thing is that uh, there are two types of, of, of authority. There's positional authority, which means you hold the position of authority and people follow you as a result of that position. And then there's given authority, which means that people actually give you authority over them. And and I bet you can't guess which one is more effective. You know, uh, positional authority would be something like a police officer. They have positional authority. They have authority delegated to them, which is delegated power from the local and or federal government to actually uh, enforce and uh, execute uh, laws that are on the books. And they can do that. And if you don't, there are consequences. And so, yeah, there's a there's a, a mechanism in place that actually helps to get things done. But given authority is something different. When you have given authority, that means a person has chosen willingly. You have may you may have positional authority, you may not, but they've chosen willingly to follow you and place themselves under your authority. That doesn't mean they're always going to agree with you and whatnot, but they have chosen to place themselves under your authority. And there, when you have given authority, things can get done super fast. But one of the components that gives you given authority is being authentic, being real, being yourself. Now, the other component we're probably going to handle in another podcast uh, where we're actually going to talk about those two uh, two authority structures, both positional and given. But uh, another component to that would be whether or not you actually care about the individuals that have given you that authority. Because given authority is a wonderful thing, but it can also be removed. It can also, and it can also be removed. People can take themselves out from under your authority. So uh, that's, a, that's a whole other podcast, and we'll get to that some other time. I think the last thing that I'll say about why it's better to be you uh, and why being you is better than being anyone else 
is because when you are who you are supposed to be, when you're secure in yourself, it's a freeing experience. It's a freeing, freeing, I can't even say it today. It's a freeing experience. Uh, just an example of that. Now, uh, I serve at a, at a church and one of my one of my responsibilities on uh, Sunday mornings is to get up and, you know, kind of do a welcome and, and deliver any pertinent information and, and whatnot in the middle of worship and and that kind of thing. And, and for me, it, it doesn't bother me to do that. There's a person on our staff that literally uh, will break out in a cold sweat um, and drench the microphone if, uh, if if that person had to do that. But for me, it isn't that big of an issue. And and just this last Sunday, I, I had been thinking through this, getting ready for this this podcast. And I, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I, I sat there and thought through it and I said, you know what? Um, I'm just going to be me, right? I don't, I don't care if anybody likes it or not. I'm just going to be me. I'm going to be who God created me to be. I'm just going to stand up there and I'm going to you know deliver this information as me. Uh, I'm not going to pretend to be anybody else, uh, just me. Now, that sounds like, yeah, you should do that anyway. Uh, but, you know, when you stand up in front of a couple hundred people and deliver information, um, you you all those things I mentioned earlier, they come back uh, to haunt you really quickly in the moment. So I had made this internal decision to do this, and I got up there, and when I say that I messed up so much, I, I'm not even kidding. I, I, I messed up so much on the actual information I was having to give but it was interesting. I, I was doing it um, in such a way that I was being authentic to who I was, and people embraced it. People embraced it. People were laughing, having a good time, and that kind of thing. And um, afterwards, um, one of the guys on my team actually uh, told me, and it was, as my team was joking about it uh, over a chat thread about how I did announcements and how I delivered the information, uh, he chimed in and said, he was actually, I thought that was one of the most endearing things that happened uh, this Sunday. And I think it actually set up the rest of the, the day to go the way it did uh, because you just kind of were being you. And I, I thought, wow. That's a perfect kind of cap and conclusion to what we're talking about here and why. Why being you is better than anyone else. Now, would have would people have heard the information that I was giving out? Yeah, probably. Uh, but would people have actually received it had I tried to be someone other than who I am? Maybe not. Uh, but I do know this. I ask a person that normally uh, doesn't listen to anything I have to say um, what I said on Sunday, and they were able to repeat everything that I said. Uh, so, you know, I guess the way that I did it and being myself and not worrying about what anybody else thought, um, it made that information I was delivering very, very receivable. And as leaders um, and as communicators, that's a hugely, hugely important thing. So, I think that's where I'm going to stop uh, with this particular episode. Um, but I want to encourage you, if this has been helpful for you, please share it. Uh, we'd love to get some some additional listeners on this podcast. And, um, and if you'd like to uh, shoot me an email, you can uh, find that email, liveleadandinbetween at gmail.com is in the show notes. And we also have a support option available if you'd like to support this podcast. At, at current, I'm, I'm doing one of these a month uh, to just based off of, of kind of my, my flexibility and what I can do and, and with regard to my day job. Uh, so I'd love to be able to do more and, um, and actually have more of these kind of come out in the future. Uh, but that would require some additional support. So if you're interested in that, love, love to have it. But as always, you know, it's not never, not never, listen at me, double negative. Um, it's never, never a requirement for this type of thing. So anyway, um, with all of that said, this has been Live, Lead, and In Between. And I would encourage you today, not tomorrow, not next week, but today, be you. Be yourself and be comfortable with who you were created to be because you were created to be unique and you bring something to the table. Until next time, have a blessed week.